Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Tonight, the worst kept secret in news, the slow building finally realized, will they, won't they? Yes, Disney and Fox finally got it on. So we're going to talk about what that means for Marvel TV. And hey, really big news about a renewal for a Marvel TV show. It's been a long time since we've had one of those. A lot of cancellations. So find out what got renewed. Stick around. Marvel TV Weekly starts now. You're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz Hi, everybody. It is Marvel TV Weekly. If it's Sunday, if it's 9 o'clock Pacific time, it is indeed Marvel TV Weekly. I'm Christian Blatt, joined, as always, except for last week, by... Z Anderson. So not as always, Christian. Yeah. Not as always. As, as usual. As like most as of the most time. Times. Okay. As most often. I'll take by that. Zia Landerson. That's me. Zia, the uh the Disney Fox merger. Yeah. The, the news first broke so long ago that it was going to happen. I know. It got approved. It took a long time. It was a slow build. Feels like it, right? Yeah. I, I've shipped these two companies for so long. <laughs> I'm so happy that they finally got together because, as you know, you've heard me say on this show, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you've heard me say on the other show that we do on our sister network, Popcorn Talk, Marvel Movie News. Yes, that's right. That's Thursdays at 1 Pacific over on Popcorn Talk. Because we don't talk about enough Marvel here. No. If, to talk about more. Yes. It's not uh, you, you can't get enough of us talking Marvel uh, with our friend Zach over on that show. But mm-hmm. uh, here, it's just us. Zach's too busy for us on Sunday nights. So what I want more than anything is just to – you doesn't even have to be great. I just want a decent Fantastic Four movie. Sure, all you can talk all about the X Men, all that. I, I, we haven't had we've had we've had good X Men movies. We've had bad ones too, but we haven't had a good, much less great Fantastic Four movie. So that's what I want. Uh, we'll talk about some of the things that this might mean for uh, Marvel TV, and we'll do some fun team ups for formerly Fox owned characters. They're still Fox owned characters, but now they're all under the Disney umbrella. Uh, and so if you're watching in the live chat or even if you're watching the archived version, give us some of the uh, characters you'd most like to see meet each other. And we'll talk about that in a couple minutes. I mean, right now we're just getting some nice um, mixed names. We've got Black Magic 99 says Disnox. Disnox. <laughs> I like that. And uh, Ivan Soto says Foxney. How about Fizney? Fizney. That sounds like, I like so- it. sounds like something you'd order, uh, you know, on a, on a mixed drink menu. Uh, Zia, what are you <laughs> most looking forward to from the uh, the Disney Fox merger? Before we get into some of these little team-ups that we want to talk about. Before we get into it, I just want to see the X-Men in the MCU, like, so badly. Yeah. So badly. I want to see Wolverine, even though it's not going to be my Wolverine. It's not going to be Hugh Jackman. not my Wolverine. Oh, yeah. Hashtag not my Wolverine. Well, you know. <laughs> hey, look, I'm giving you're... whoever it is a chance. I'm not going to be. I'm going to be really open-minded about it. It's going to be yeah. hard, but I can do it. Um, yeah. So I'm, I want to see. I want to see that. I want to see them do like a House of M sort of incarnation. I mean, uh, 
Secret Wars would be cool. Yeah. It's just there's so much we could do. There's so much you can do. Yeah. And, you know, uh, in a lot of ways, the X-Men exist in their own little pocket of the Marvel Universe. But they're always very much involved in the big events. Yeah. You know? In the Secret Wars, Infinity Gauntlet. They did actually sit out Civil War, actually. So, uh, Well, that makes sense. Yeah. They wouldn't really have skin in that game so much. Yeah, they're like, yeah, everybody already hates us. You've yeah. had to register mutants since, like, I don't know how much time has gone by in the Marvel Universe, but it's like since, like, 1987. They have the Mutant Registration Act. Yeah. So uh, they were like, yeah, we're out. So, uh, but, yeah, just to see them be a part of that. And then, as I said about the Fantastic Four, I just, I want to see everybody. The fact that mm-hmm. Sony's playing nice with Spidey, that's a huge, you know, huge important piece of the puzzle. But just to get all these characters in there, uh, that's really something that uh, I really want to see. Now, uh, we wanted to dream up some of our favorite uh, characters. So, you know. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline characters that have been unavailable to Disney paired up with people from the MCU. So what would that look like? Zia, I think it might go something like this. Who's who's your first dream team up? But I already know that they're a team up in the comics, even though I haven't read a lot of them. But still, Spidey and Wolverine. I know that they do some stuff together, and I just think that's so cool. Because you see, you get to see Spidey, who's like, just happy-go-lucky fun making jokes with his... Like very, you know, um, acrobatic combat style against. I mean, with Wolverine, who's very like, shut up, kid. Like, and he's just, I just looking for. Imagine. He's just looking for stuff to cut. Oh and my slice god! And dice. I think that'd be Wolverine so great. does have his very own very specific sense of humor. Uh, it is. It is not at all like Spider Man. I remember even in the '90s cartoons, he would have all these. I forgot about because I watched some of it recently. How many like one-liners he has? Oh yeah, but like deadpan kind of. But he has a lot of one-liners. He has a lot of one-liners, and you know, in the comics, he always uh, smoked a cigar, and they were always able to use it. it's like well, it's healing factor. So kids don't smoke. Wolverine can smoke, and he could also drink a lot. You know, but, which but you guys can't because you, you guys can't. Don't you don't have, have healing, healing factors. Factor. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, you also can't have Magneto rip your adamantium skeleton out and then leave you with bone claws because I still read that you one. don't have a healing factor. <laughs> See ya. <laughs> that's right. You are not get... the father. No, <laughs> that's what that sound effect was. Uh, funny that you mentioned Spider-Man because uh, a team up that I would very much like to see. They're very funny. They have such different styles and outlooks on life. But when you think about it, Deadpool and Spider-Man actually work really well together. Oh, Um, yeah. And in the comics, Deadpool is very non-binary. And he's constantly flirting with Spider-Man. And it just adds this – because it makes Spidey so uncomfortable. And it just just makes it funnier, you know, the the further that that he pushes it. So – 
Uh, Spidey and Deadpool, if you just think about, you know, Deadpool is like a, like a homicidal, uh, version of Spidey who just doesn't care. Right. Well, because he also can't die. Right. Exactly. (laughs) So whatever. Uh, yeah. So, uh, that's, uh, that's a big one that, uh, I would really enjoy. And, uh, you know, let's just hope we get it. And look, these teams that we're talking about, sure. We would like live action, but. I will certainly take animated. Heck yeah. I will certainly take an animated version Give of Give me these. a 90s cartoon style. Yeah. Sort, I, of, sort of thing, but newer. I would love, uh, you know, there were there were two books throughout the 70s and into, well, into the 80s. was a Marvel team up. Uh, for most of its run, it was Spider-Man and somebody else. Every month it was somebody else. And then there was Marvel 2 and 1, which was the thing and somebody else. And it was sometimes you look at it and you go like, I don't know about that, but it was just cool to see. You know, I'm I'm a big like crossover fan. You know, the Flintstones meet the Jetsons. Oh, I'm there. Magnum <laughs> PI and Murder She Wrote. I don't know. I want to see what's going. on. That's <laughs> real, by the way. That really happened. <laughs> I wish what? I'd made that up. Wow. It, it did, and I was like, yep, I want to see that. Uh, so I I love all these things, and, and it's because I loved the Marvel Team Up comic. Uh, throughout the 80s, and then uh, and then they canceled it and turned it into Web of Spider-Man. But I loved the team-ups. Uh, what's a, what's the next one on your uh, wish list, Zia? Okay, so I think the next one um, would be amazing, just because I would love to see both of them using so much lightning. Um, but it has to be Thor and Storm. Interesting that you mentioned that, because one, yes, absolutely, that would be very exciting. So cool. Uh, there's, a, there's a great a uh, storyline that I believe was uh, collected into a trade paperback for people who, you know, get hard physical uh, collections, but uh, it's probably on Marvel Unlimited. It was uh, Uncanny X-Men Annual 9, and it, it continued in New Mutants Special Edition number one, and uh, it's in Asgard, and uh, Loki is up to some tricks, and he decided he that he is. was going to mess around with the X-Men and the New Mutants uh, because you know Thor would always beat him. It's like, well, let's uh, let's just mix it up a little bit. It's a great story, oh my God. and I I highly recommend it. Now, in that story, Storm uh, wields the power of Thor briefly, <gasps> but there's also a great what if. What if Storm kept the power of Thor? <gasps> so that's not even a team up. That's just like you take Storm and you're like, oh, you want to swing around a hammer and like be even more awesome? Go ahead. So cool. Yes, it is. And, and, but this is so cool. This is Mohawk Storm. So this oh. is like the the peak for me, the the, the pinnacle, the zenith, the height of uh, Storm. So I definitely agree, though. I would love to see that. And by the way, Thor, like I never would have guessed that I needed Thor and Rocket. Raccoon. Oh my god! I right, never though? imagined that. I in a million years, I wouldn't have picked those two. Like, and calling like, him rabbit. I, I just, I just want. Yeah, and in, in the comics now, by the way, he calls him rabbit they, <laughs> because they so like happy. that so much. Uh, so yeah, uh, but I, I like that idea. Um, my next one is actually uh, inspired by a comic book. Uh, it is. Uh, they did a, a version of this on the animated series. Actually, it's from uh, Uncanny X Men two sixty eight, and you can see that's some uh, great artwork by Jim Lee. Uh, with Wolverine in the correct costume, the brown costume. That's right, not that ugly yellow one with the stripes that I hate. The correct costume. I hate that yellow costume. I love the brown one. And uh, Wolverine uh, ages very slowly. He has had abilities for a long time. And there were some question marks about uh, how old uh, Natasha Romanoff was. So this is actually a story set uh, in World War II. It's a flashback story. Uh, And then I think there's also a present-day component to it. So you get Wolverine, you get Black Widow, 
and you get Cap. Now, just Wolverine Cap, that's fine. But it's like, oh, you know, let's go ahead and throw Black Widow in. No, there. that's awesome. And um, so I would love to see this, and we we can get it now. That's that's oh the beauty God, of we it. We can we can get this. We can get this in a movie. I understand it's more likely we're going to get it animated. Uh, no, but, but I want to see it in a movie. Christian. Right, I, I want this movie. I <laughs> Make want, me a movie, guys. Yeah, it's like you know whatever happens to Steve Rogers at the end of Endgame. Well, this happened a long time ago. This is in the past. Although he's frozen, figure it out. They'll figure it out. They'll figure it out. The timeline is all kind of crazy. And you know crazy. what? If you don't Just want to explain in the timeline, stuff. if you don't want to explain in the timeline, make it a dream. I don't care. If at the end it's like, like the beginning, it starts. Wolverine's sleepy and he lays down, and then at the end it's just a dream. It's fine. Yeah, I, I'll be I'll okay take with it. it. Yeah, yeah, I'll definitely take it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the uh, third of your dream uh, team ups, Zia. It was. Um, oh my god, my I, brain is I know what it is because mine is actually just adding one oh, more person go. to it. Uh, Hulk and Beast. Yes. Who's your other person? Is Reed Richards. So these are the, Mr. Fantastic. So these are oh my three, god, yeah. the three greatest minds. In the Marvel comic book universe, mm-hmm. you could throw Hank Pym in there, but you could. these these are the ones I really want to see. Just because I can just see them having these intellectual debates back and yeah. forth while also kicking. Yeah. Now, it'd be interesting butt. if this was, uh, you know, every once in a while you get Smart Hulk, where Hulk actually has Bruce Banner's mind. So amazing. he could be in the lab and then Beast is all blue and fuzzy, uh-huh. you know, and so they're just, you know, like talking very philosophically. But yeah, I would... I would like to watch uh, the smart guys. No, I don't want them to all stay in the lab. I want something to go wrong in the lab. Mm. I want them to have to actually fight something. You know, maybe, I don't know, maybe the Venom suit breaks out of the lab in the Baxter building. That'd be great. Which does happen in the comics. Uh, That's how we get Venom. So, uh, yeah, but that's uh, that's what I'm thinking. Are we getting any suggestions in the chat? There are so many in the chat. This is great. This is why we do these topics on Slow News Weeks. They're so fun. Um, So I'm going to try to go through them, like, kind of Sure, go ahead. So we have Haywood Wong, Professor X versus Loki, please. Oh yeah, I never, I never thought of Dude, that. That'd be how so great cool, would that be? Right? I, just I, and by the way, like Patrick Stewart, Tom Hiddleston, great. Mm-hmm. James McAvoy, Tom Hiddleston, also on board. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, I don't know about the guy from Legion, but if that's what it has to be, I'll take it. Whatever. Oh, you know? yeah, sure. I haven't seen him yet, so yeah, I can't so make a good judgment. Exactly. But, yeah. It's, yeah, but you're right. If that's what we have to get, yeah. fine. Uh, Ghost eighty three eighty six, Black Panther versus Deadpool. Wow, okay. Yeah. I, I don't even care what they're fighting about. Nope, it'd be great. Yeah. You know what? Don't even tell us. Start the movie in the middle of the fight and just have them fight for two hours. <laughs> That'd be great. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, yeah, no problem. I'll take I'm, I'm, it. I'm in. Yeah. Then we have Black Magic 99 or Hulk versus Wolverine. That'd be really fun. Well, that's actually the first appearance of Wolverine is Incredible Hulk uh, 181. So we first met Wolverine. And the character was not very well defined at that point, but we met him in the pages of Incredible Hulk. So wow. I think we're due to get that sort of, uh, you know, get a tribute to that meeting. Oh, Haywood Wong, Rocket versus Deadpool. That would be you fun. You know what? I think that they would just realize, like, you just want to go get a beer? And they're like, yeah, let's go. You know, they, yeah. they would be like, this is fine. You know, we, mm-hmm. we don't we don't need to worry about anything. And I feel like Rocket would have one of the really big guns, too. You know, it would he be would. like it would like keep getting bigger and just, you know, be like, I don't know, 10 times the size of Deadpool. But uh, yeah, I love that idea. These are great ones. There's, Thank you. There's so many good Please ones keep in them here. Coming. Yeah, you guys are. I love it all. Deadpool versus Punisher. Juggernaut versus Hulk. Oh, man. I would actually like Punisher. to watch Juggernaut and Hulk just run into each other. That's where you're 99. Yeah, I just want to see them like run into each other. It's just what happens. Oh, yeah. What happens next? You know? Just go ahead. <laughs> Butt heads. <laughs> Do it. This is cool. This is all I need. 
Um, well, we'll talk about uh, a few other things. Uh, and please keep them coming. If you still have more team-ups, we'll, uh, we'll circle back. But before we move on to our next topic, Zia has this important message. Hey, guys. Before we move on to our next topic, which, you know, here already I said, said, I just yeah. like to reiterate the yeah. things that you say, so I say them too. Um, we just wanted to say thank you for making us the ESPN of TV talk. Um, for us to continue to grow, we could use your help. Make sure you subscribe to us on YouTube. Hit all the little buttons there. You know, subscribe, thumbs up, comment. We love the comments. Um, give us a rating on iTunes. Five stars, because one through four don't work, so don't even bother. Um, leave us a comment there. We love re- we love reading the comments. Seriously, it's always the most fun having these conversations with you guys. And, um, yeah, being a part of AfterBuzz is pretty great. The fact that we get to come in here and talk about Marvel for two hours every week. And if it's Christian's podcast, we do it more. Mm, we talk about true. Yeah, we talk about a lot of Marvel, and we love it. And you guys are here to talk about it with us and watch us. Seriously, thank you for supporting us and doing what we love. That's right. Uh, we really do uh, love to, and, and you know, getting those ideas in the chat. It's like you know, th- this is this is the beauty of AfterBuzz. It brings us to all of you uh, guys and gals in the chat uh, with those ideas. Um, <clears throat> talking about other mm-hmm. hours during the week, uh, this past week uh, it came up very suddenly. But you might not know, regular viewers of this show. Uh, we, as in myself, I did a special edition of this show on Tuesday. Uh, this past Tuesday, and it's archived with all the episodes of this show, so you can find it. It was a one-on-one interview with Chris Claremont, whom uh, most of you would know from writing the Uncanny X-Men and a ton of other X-related titles. And I don't mean X-rated, I mean X-Men, Excalibur, Wolverine, you know. Could we get X-rated mutants. versions of that? Oh, I mean, we could, but I hope just, we don't. We're just throwing it out there. I don't need that. Rule 34, guys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, and uh, But in addition to all of that, he is actually, in a lot of ways, sort of the uh, custodian who took care of the character, the comic book version of Carol Danvers, whom was very badly mistreated. And uh, he went to great lengths to kind of rectify a terrible wrong that was done. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, just Google Avengers 200. It's it's a, it's an awful story and it's really creepy and it's just it's very lazy writing. So uh, he wrote this uh, Avengers Annual 10 that made up for it is also the first appearance of Rogue. Now, I'm mentioning these because that's a big part of the conversation I have with him. So I talked to him for almost an hour just about Carol Danvers because wow. uh, she is so much in the news right now because obviously now we know her as Captain Marvel. But when he wrote her, she was Ms. Marvel. He wrote most of her entire uh, solo series and then uh, also brought her over to the pages of the X-Men where she later became binary, part of the Starjammers. So... That's a long way to let you know that that episode happened on Tuesday afternoon. Zia was not around. Uh, so it's just myself and Chris Claremont. And he was on via Skype, so you'll see him in a little window. You got to look at me. But still, uh, I think it's a, it was a really fun conversation. So if, if, you like, if you like Marvel Talk and if you're here right now, you kind of have to because it's late, even here on the West Coast. It's like, what are you doing at you know, 930 on a Sunday if you don't like Marvel Talk? So please check out our previous episode which is the it's just right before this one between last week that that made two episodes last week that Zia wasn't on. Damn it, Christian. <laughs> We're not but supposed it, to talk about this. Well, I know, but it was no fun. One, no but my friend noticed. Will sat in and we actually had a lot of fun. You guys uh, had so a lot of fun. We had, yeah, we, we didn't miss you. Anyway, <laughs> uh so please uh check that out uh and uh there is some other news, you know, we're talking about Carol Danvers. 
And uh, we've talked about how her movie was not one of Zia's favorites. But let me tell you something about Mm -hmm. the movie Captain Marvel. Uh, It is now – it's it's on its way to a billion dollars with a B. $900 million. Now, that's international. That's all around the world. But I'll tell you what it is. It is the 10th highest grossing superhero movie ever. Yeah, it just went past – Thor Ragnarok, Venom, and Spider-Man Homecoming. Now, two of those movies are better than Captain Marvel. The other one is Venom. But still, I actually like Venom. <laughs> it was fun. It wasn't great. I enjoyed it. But it was it. fun. It yeah. was fun, And yeah. here's the thing. I was able to look past the flaws in Venom. I was able to look past the flaws in Captain Marvel and had a lot of fun with it. So uh, it made a boatload of money. There's more money to come. And uh, I I actually know this because I looked it up because I somehow – I never do this. I found myself kind of going back and forth with someone on Facebook who's essentially a friend. But they characterized – you know, it's like, oh, I think – I think they did the early screenings of Shazam because the movie theaters aren't making any money from Captain Marvel. And I'm like, no, actually, it's the what? only it's the only movie that they've made money from so far this year. There'll be some more, you know, you got Shazam, you got yeah. Hellboy, you definitely have Endgame. But so far, it's like, the and it was just, uh, it's just, there's this narrative out there that uh, everybody hates the movie and uh, Disney's pretending it's a success. And look, you can inflate numbers. You can have fake box office totals. You can give away a lot of tickets. You can do some things like that. But if you do that, you don't get the number 10 superhero movie of all time. I so, think what I've just been seeing with this movie is you get one of two things. People either really loved it or they're kind of like, meh, about it. Like, I've had a number of people agree. And, sure. I, and I've seen that along you know, out there in the internet world. But there's a lot of people who loved it. But I think regardless, people are going to go watch it. Yeah. Like, it doesn't even matter at this point. Yeah, and like, then there there are people who saw it and legitimately just as like, yeah, I didn't like it. And then you have people who just uh, hate it to the depth of their soul because they don't like Brie Larson. Which I is don't know, whatever it is. also and, dumb, And but that's whatever. how it feeds into these things. And right. I'm just like, so, I, but doing that little research, I'm like, I'm going to mention that on the show, that it, I can't believe it's the 10th highest grossing superhero movie of all that time. crazy. And people point out, it's like, well, it went down 50% in the second week. You know what else went down 50% in the second week? Well, first of all, like everything, but also Black Panther. And uh, Yeah, who cares? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, it still made a stupid and amount of money. I, it's like, why are people talking about the box office? It's like, just, if you didn't like it, you don't have to like it. But don't pretend that it wasn't a success. I'll tell you what I don't like. Fast and Furious movies. I've seen a half an hour of one of them. I don't <laughs> give a crap about cars. I can't pretend that uh, I like watching you some of these actors in movies. You don't want to watch uh, what's his face talk about about family. Do you mean Vin Diesel? Yeah. How'd you no, know? I'd rather watch him say I am Groot, or you know, hear his voice say I am Groot. I love him since I found out what a giant um, Lord of the Rings fan he is. So yeah, that's, he that's, has no more. He has me. no more faults but, for me. I don't care. But what here's else the thing he that I know about the Fast and Furious movies. They've made an obscene amount of money because they're going to make 10 of them in a, in a spinoff movie. And good for them. You know, great. Mm-hmm. I'm so happy for them. Good for the studio. Good for everybody. Uh, I, but just because I don't like it, I'm not going to be like, well, those are, those are trash. You know, that's like it might be trash. That's like you you know, you decide you hate a a baseball player on or, you know, a sports, any kind of athlete on a team that you don't like. You're like, oh, yeah, he's garbage. Well, no, I mean, there's, you know, he's great athletes like Derek Jeter was terrible. It's like, well, no, actually, he was he was great. You just don't like the Yankees. And that's coming from my own personal experience. (laughs) That's why I use that example. Anyway, uh, so congratulations, Carol. 
Looks like you might get another movie out of this, uh, but uh, also an Endgame. Anyway, I just wanted to mention that, and uh, it's a little bit of a soapbox, but uh, our friend Stan Lee, every month, had a soapbox. He had Stan's soapbox. So if we can't do soapboxes, we're not honoring the memory of Stan Lee. So Damn that straight. is why we are doing it. Uh, it was uh, posted online uh, this earlier this week. We talked a little bit about this on Marvel Movie News on Thursday. Uh, they're auctioning off uh, props and costumes from all of the Netflix shows. So in case you're like convinced that they're definitely coming back really soon, they're not. But that doesn't mean you can't ever do these characters again. It doesn't mean you can't even do TV shows again. It's just it's all being auctioned off for obscene amounts of money. I really want the yellow Iron Fist mask more than anything. Uh, honestly, I'll take a Daredevil mask. I'll take a Luke Cage sweatshirt with holes in it. Um, what do I want from Jessica Jones? Oh, I'd like one of Kilgrave suits. Yeah. I would love a Kilgrave suit. See? So if you guys want to buy any of those things, just go ahead and you can send them to me here, Care of Activist. A sword. Uh, and what, yeah, I was going to say, what would you like? Zia wants oh, a sword. Colleen a a Colleen Wing sword? Yeah. yeah. That'd be great. I'm See? In. Perfect. So, uh, anyway, it's uh, you know it's not really big news, but this is a slow week, um, and uh, you know people definitely took notice mostly because of that. It's like okay, so when they mean they're done, they're they're really done. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think all of those characters will turn up again at some point in movies, maybe TV, who knows? But it's going to just be a couple of years because that's the way the deal is. So. Um, uh, I don't know. What did you think when you saw about that auction, Zia? Oh, I mean, yeah, basically the shows are done. But I I didn't think they weren't going to be. And I don't think we're going to get the same exact iterations that we got. I think that if we do get them in a couple of years, like we have to wait, I think that they're they're going to do kind of their own thing with it. And not that I'm excited to see it get like new a new cast. I think that might happen. Um, although that's going to be hard because I don't want to see – basically, I just don't want to see anyone other than Charlie Cox's Daredevil or um, Frank Castle. What is that actor's name? Why is my brain escaping me? With Frank Castle? Yes. John Bernthal. Thank you. John Bernthal. Yeah. Um, the other ones, you know – no, my, my culture is – as Luke Cage is great too. No, but – I don't want to see any of them you, get replaced. It, it, it's, it's easiest because you can put Frank in any situation, in any location – uh, there's a there are worlds built up around the other characters. It's very contingent on supporting cast, location. Yes, you can put any of them anywhere, but you really kind of you you need a lot of what goes with them. Frank, you can you can put him anywhere, in, literally in the world. Uh, he, as we saw in season two, you don't actually need that many carryovers. Yes, we, we had Billy, we had Madani, but you know the way that it starts in the season, he's he's driving through Michigan. Oh no, but he could you're right. He's he's completely a completely self-contained yeah. character. His the supporting characters definitely add to his character and add to the story as a whole, but you can give him any supporting characters. Yeah, right, exactly. So, uh, you know, I we continue to hold that hope. Uh, but you know, less and less every day. I don't <laughs> not to be a downer. I mean, it'll be one of those things where I'm not thinking about it because we have so much other stuff yeah. going on so that if it does happen, it'll be a really really awesome surprise. I'm holding out hope still. Yes. But I'm just not going to think about it. Well, speaking of awesome surprises, uh, news that broke right before we came on the air today, thanks to our friend Megan here at AfterBuzz who uh, actually let me know. I was going to sit down. I always do one last Google uh, Google News <laughs> of Marvel, uh, always before any of the Marvel shows. 
But uh, I didn't have to because uh, she pointed out that it's official. Runaways has been renewed for a third season. Yeah. Uh, all right. <laughs> Settle <laughs> down. I'm just joking. Uh, and uh, like season one, it will be 10 episodes. Season two was 13 episodes. So it was like they were really confident after season one. And then after season two, they're like, we're dialed back just a little bit. Uh, 10 episodes is great. I think, uh, you know, we had 10 episodes of Iron Fist. It was perfect. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm I'm okay with 10 episodes. Yeah, 13 ex- felt like a lot. I'm excited that they're going to be back. Uh, Zia, are you excited for anything other than Nico being back? No, I just want to see Nico. The whole yeah. show could just be Nico for me, and I'd be I cool would, with it. I would love a, a, a Nico spinoff. Did you, you know? were about to say a Zia spinoff, weren't you? A Zia spinoff. <laughs> Actually, a Zia spinoff would be fascinating. Me, Zia and Nico um, team up. Yeah. <laughs> Zia and Nico spinoff. I'm into it. Marvel team up. Zia and Nico. <laughs> uh, anyway, so it's uh, it's very excited. Uh, let's see. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, co-showrunners and executive producers Josh Schwartz and S- Schwartz and Stephanie Savage said, we are so excited to tell more Runaway stories and are so grateful to Marvel, Hulu, our amazing cast and crew, and of course, our passionate audience and also Zia Anderson. Wow, she said that. So our passionate audience and then you, and who then are me. a very dispassionate part of the audience. <laughs> uh, they also go on to say season three will be a magical time on Runaways as we deepen our connection to the Marvel Universe. Hello. Uh, Is that we're, where we're going to see some crossovers? Is that what's happening? They're hinting at? Yeah, probably with Cloak and Dagger, That's but the, I know that doesn't help you. It really doesn't. <laughs> but hey, Maybe the next seasons you think, will surprise me. Don't I, you think like Nico and Dagger would be fun, like, you know, back and forth, probably making uh a... I would love to see Nico just destroy Dagger. Oh my god, what are you doing to Dagger? <laughs> would... What are you doing to Tandy? <laughs> yeah, that show's gonna be back in like two weeks. I know. So hey, we haven't had any shows for a while. You know. Ever since some idiot said that uh, Jessica Jones season three was coming back in March. <laughs> I don't know who that was, but that guy was an idiot. Yeah, we just don't listen to him when he yeah. says things. Oh, he's a fool. <laughs> Uh, so anyway, uh, are they excited in the chat, even though you're not Zia, or okay. are they still giving us team-ups? I Which mean, is fine, by the way. Right? Yeah. Ghost 8386 says a ghost spinoff. Yeah. Um, Zayas Bilu says, LOL, Ivan, the parents are the only ones who actually come to the after buzz, but you want less of them. Oh, because Ivan doesn't want less of the parents. Well. And they come in as guests. I think he was maybe talking to you. Uh, but yeah, the parents do come in as guests. Um, I don't think. Except for maybe the actress who plays Molly. I don't think that any of them are under 18 because then you run into issues, you know, just like right. they got to work and then, you know, and then their parents have to be around. You got to right. do all this stuff. So I understand if the kids were actually kids, which I believe they're not. Uh, like I know that the actress who plays Nico is 20 years old. And I know that. Oh my God, she looks like she's 13. That was why I looked it up. I was like, how old is this girl really? And that's uh, so. But I think that they could be doing press. And we would love to have any or all of them. Uh, We've got... um, And I know that uh, our friend Megan here would love Chase to come on. Oh, yes. Yeah, I'm just calling her out now. Let's put it out there in the universe for her. Let's make it happen. Let's get Chase here. Chase. What's his real name? Actually, she said what his name was. She did say it. But Uh, Blackmagic99 just quickly just says meh. So, you know. No, look. Look, this is the Marvel news right now. Yeah. This is what we're talking about. You have huge multi-billion dollar conglomerate companies being formed and then you also go like hey more runaways 
Look, Hulu is all in in the Marvel Universe. Now, because they have, like, next day – it's not really broadcast, but next day – uh, streaming rights to Cloak and Dagger after they originally air on Freeform. They have this show, The Runaways, and they have those four animated series coming. So Hulu, you know, Netflix, yeah, you know what I'll say? Netflix, Schmetflix, okay? Yeah, I'm not taking it back. Uh, they're not in the Marvel Universe anymore. But uh, no, Hulu is still into it. And, you know, even if they want to do a... Well, you know, the new Warrior show kind of went away. If they want to do a standalone Speedball show, is one of my least favorite characters in Marvel Universe. I'll still watch it. Well, I'll watch the pilot. I'll watch the pilot. I'll watch the pilot. I will watch the pilot <laughs> and then decide if I continue from there. Uh, anyway, uh, so that is very uh, that is good news uh, to those of us who like the show. Uh, some of you might feel meh. But uh, I'm excited to see where the story goes. You know, they the, left it with a lot of question marks. Yeah, that's the thing. Season one, it could have been the end if it had to be. You know, you're like, okay, it was sort of there was a, there was a lot to come, but they had uh, they had wrapped one part of the story. So uh, it'll be very interesting to uh, to see where it goes and when it goes. Yeah, that's right. You never know when you're going to time travel. Uh, let's see. Uh, in terms of uh, some other news. There are some there's a this is not an actual announcement. But we'll talk about this on Thursday, I think, on Marvel Movie News on the Popcorn Talk Network. That's right, Thursdays at 1 p.m. Pacific. There's a rumbling that uh Infinity War, no, Avengers Endgame will be 3 hours and 2 minutes. Oh my god, I'm so excited. <laughs> what are those 2 minutes? I guess the Part of the credits. Part of the credits. No, it's like the post, post, post. It's like the third post credit scene is two minutes. I, there better be like ten post credit scenes because I'm not going to be ready for it to be over. Yeah. So I'm going to need them to just keep leading me on. Um, it, it's fine if they want to have an intermission and do a four hour movie. That's fine too. Heck yeah. But if they don't want to have an intermission and make it four hours, that is also okay. I'm just. I won't drink any fluids. Well, I'll have to go to the bathroom at some point, but then nope. I'll go see it again, and then I'll make sure that I see that part. You'll just, uh, you'll just which, be like, okay, I can't go to the bathroom during this one particular part. It's happened before. Like I know, I know what scenes to stick around for. Yeah, Black Magic Nine Nine says it needs, in all capital letters, to be three hours long. I agree. I mean, if they had, if if it's at this point where we're a month out, and they think it might be three hours, it. It probably needs to be three hours. It also means it could be four hours, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. or it could be uh, one of your favorite intellectual properties and it can be The Hobbit where you take the shortest book and you turn it into three movies. How did they do that? I don't uh, even, no, I, I still here, went and here, watched them all. But here's how they on. did it. Not well. That's how they did it. <laughs> they added yeah. weird love stories that yeah. weren't in there. Anyway. Yeah. Anyway. Don't get me started. I, well, I tried to. <laughs> anyway. Uh, so does anyone have a problem with the a three hour Avengers Endgame. So far, I'm seeing no. I feel like my wife's going to be annoyed. I'm fairly sure she'll be like, "Well, why is it so long?" Like, because gonna, it needs to be. Are you going to make her watch it with you like three times? No, she'll only go once. Oh, okay. And uh, you know, uh, since you bring it up, uh, uh, today is March 24th, and that means a month from yesterday, I will be uh, seeing Avengers Endgame uh, at 9 a.m. on a Tuesday morning with our friend Zach from uh, from Marvel Movie News. These screeners are always when I have to work. Well, to be fair, you're always, always. at work, except for except for like time, off times, like right now. You're yeah, always at work. I am always at work. So whenever the screenings are, you're like, oh, well, I have to. You're like, I have to work during all of them. 
You but know. that's it's true. Yeah. So we're gonna figure out. There's gonna be one that you get to go to, and then I'll have to sit it out, and then the next one Zach will sit it out. But okay. uh, I can't believe I'm gonna see it. And you know, look, most of you are gonna see it in about a month anyway. I'm I'm seeing it like two days early. Okay, so it's not like one of those crazy. Like, I'm gonna call you and make you tell me everything. I'll just leave the phone on. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just put it in the seat in front of me so I can listen to it. Yeah, I'm, like, not, I'm not gonna run the camera because they'll notice that. But if it, just you listen, you'll hear everything. Uh, anyway, I can't believe we're getting an uh, end game, and uh, I can't believe I'm gonna, I can't believe I'm gonna see it before Zia. And I only said that to be obnoxious. I know. Yeah. I know. As soon as you started talking, I knew exactly what you were talking about. I was gonna throw my cup at you, but yeah, but see, I want my if water. I threw my cup at you, it wouldn't hurt. You threw that cup. Uh, I would I would forget math. That's the point. <laughs> forget? Do you remember it? Not really. I don't. Uh, um, so. We have a few minutes left, and uh, I wanted to uh, find a, a. I had another fun idea for a fun topic, and I wanted to. I just sort of came across this idea. There was an article online just talking about some of the best female characters from Marvel television, very specifically, and that made me think, like, hey, why don't we talk about that? Because again, it's a it's a light news week. Mm-hmm. So um, let's talk about who they are. And essentially, having seen Zia's list, they're pretty much all from the same show. <laughs> you know, there's a little, you know, there, but uh, so talk about all three of yours, because okay. I think yours are uh, yours are very interesting and I can't disagree with them. I sent I think I sent my order wrong. So I'm just going to start with my number three, which is Jessica Jones. Can't go wrong. No, she's great. I love that she's just an alcoholic and she hates everyone. Yeah, yeah. she's like you if you drink. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I knew there was a reason I loved her. Yeah. Um, number two is and you can't Knight. really fly, but you jump really high. I can jump really yeah, high. But you I can't used fly. to you do cannot fly. the long jump in track. I knew that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, um, <laughs> anyway, Jessica Jones. <laughs> Jessica Jones, yes. Um, and then number two is Misty Knight. I love just because I love Knight. her. I know. She's, she's so good. She's so great. She's got a robotic arm. She kicks butt. You know, we haven't talked about it in a while, but the uh, the like Netflix massacre of Marvel shows. We were so excited. We really want that Daughters of the Dragon show. I know. We talked about it so much. A lot. I felt like it was going to happen. We were like willing it into existence. Mm-hmm. No, we're definitely not getting that. No. And which brings me to my number one, which is Colleen Wing. Of course. We're not going to get to see Colleen Wing as the Iron Fist. I know. We got like a second of it. I'm mad, Netflix. I would cancel, but I won't. See, and now that we're talking... I know, I'm not either. I'm not going to cancel. No. But I like Hulu more than you now. How about that? Their Firefest doc was way better than yours, Netflix. (laughs) But Netflix has uh, the Umbrella Academy. Hmm. I do want to watch that Motley Crue movie, too. Mm -hmm. All right, Netflix. You're on okay, I'll stay Stay with nice. you one more month. <laughs> we'll see. Uh, yeah, no, look, all three of those characters uh, are are great. I mean, there's so much to love about them. Like, Colleen Wing, you know, you first meet her in season one Iron Fist, and you're like, oh, okay. And then by the end of the season, you're like, oh, my God, she's awesome. And even though I like season one, you're like, oh, I definitely like her better than Danny. You know? Uh, and then, she's pretty cool. you know, just all of her interactions with, uh, with Misty. Yeah, uh, uh, Colleen... Is great. Black Magic ninety nine. Uh, Colleen's cheese sword was so dope. I know. That's that's the prop that you want from the that's Marvel the Netflix auction. Yeah. So buy it for Zia. What are you doing? 
And I mean everyone, not just you, Black Magic. Yeah, Although no, you everybody, could chip in. Go, go fund yeah. me. Let's do yeah. it. <laughs> go, go fund Zia getting props. <laughs> oh, Black Magic also knows. And you might know this. And I don't know if, if I'm putting you on the spot. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. When does S.H.I.E.L.D. come back? Do you know that? They don't have a date they yet. They don't yet. But okay. uh, I think it's – originally I think we thought it was going to be uh, June. I think it's the end of May now. Okay. Uh, you know, they're That's probably waiting for wherever it's going to be on the schedule. And they haven't uh, – ABC hasn't announced their summer schedule yet. They might actually not do it until they're up front in early May, but that's coming soon. So we don't actually have a premiere date, but I, I think we'll get a date pretty soon. But uh, it'll be back before you know it. And uh, obviously the way that uh, Season 5 ended, we need Endgame, and then we can uh, see what happens in Season 6, which again, all indications, super crazy Season 6. And then season seven will be the last one. And it's interesting that you mentioned Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Who asked that? Black Magic? Mm-hmm. Because when we go over to my ladies, my favorites from Marvel television, I have two from S.H.I.E.L.D. I right. didn't want to have two from the same show. I tried to do do them from different shows. But then Zia picked all my favorite ladies <laughs> from, from the Netflix universe. Sorry. Love Karen Page, but she, you know, she's like an honorable mention. She's an honorable mention yeah. for sure. Especially Party Karen. I in the flashback Party episode, Karen. love Party Karen. She dance around with her shirt off. I was like, whoa, Karen, oh, I didn't, all right. I, I didn't notice. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, so first, we of course have Agent May, who has no powers except for the power of, she has two powers, awesomeness <laughs> And kick assiveness. Yeah, that's right. That's a real power. Totally. You don't have to be bitten by a radioactive anything to have that. You just have to work really hard and uh, be awesome and be able to kick butt. And uh, she's such a great part of that show that I've been very upfront about some of the peaks and valleys with that show for me uh, throughout the earliest seasons. And uh, she was always a constant. I always loved her. I always loved Coulson. And uh, I was like, you know, I'll be back next week because they're going to be on. And my number two is a character that I did not love when the show started. When Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. started and she was known as Sky, I I was just like, okay, hacker girl, what else do you have for us? And then, well, then they gave her powers and then she was Daisy and she was Quake. And I'm like, oh my God, you're, my, you're like my favorite on the show. So uh, I... I'm a huge Quake fan, and uh, I, and uh, a lot of that is uh, owed to Chloe Bennett, who plays her. She does a great job, and uh, she was the destroyer of worlds, or at least they thought she was. So uh, I thought that was great. And then I wanted to go a little bit of a different route. Uh, I wanted to pick somebody who I think really stands out on an ensemble show, and uh, we've talked about someone else on this show earlier, but um, I really have to give it up for Molly from The Runaways because she's a kid, but she's so strong. Right. And like, look, I love Nico, but like Nico's got like a cool staff. She's got like a whole thing. And just Molly's like, yeah, I'm going to be super strong for a little bit and then I'm going to take a nap. And I feel like that should happen more often. You know, like in like in Ant-Man when he gets really big and then he gets tired. I'm like, yes, when you have to do these things, shouldn't you be tired afterwards? Um, Yes, that's a big rush of uh, not endorphins. Um, adrenaline. Adrenaline, yeah. So you'd be exhausted afterwards. Yeah, when, when the Hulk turns back into Bruce Banner, 
I think Bruce Banner should probably be asleep for a full week. Yeah, absolutely. Like, you don't see Bruce for a week, mm-hmm. you know? He probably doesn't smell good. Yeah. Because he's got Hulk sweat all over him, and then he's got a week of Bruce sweat on top of it. Yuck. But, uh, so, I was just thinking about how much I like Molly on the show, because she's very unassuming, and we see that in the episode. It's like, yeah, she's just a kid. She's like, It's like, yeah, she's a kid who, if she was so inclined could um, break your spine maybe with a with an arm tied behind her back. Crush your windpipe. Yeah. Whoa, okay, now that's going <laughs> dark. Uh, anyway, so uh, those are the three that came to mind for me. Uh, there, are, there are obviously plenty more, but uh, let us know. Are, are people throwing out some of their oh, uh, their favorite yeah, TV ladies in the chat? Bunch. Zias B. Lou had a great one in here, a couple of great ones in here. Um, oh my God, it was uh, Lenny and uh, Sid Lenny, from yeah. Legion. Alright, I'm not going to I'm not Team Sid, I'm half, half but I on love Sid. Lenny. Lenny's great. Yeah, Sid was good in season one, but I still wouldn't have picked her. But and then s- Carrie from Legion. Sorry, oh, I Car- absolutely I do love like her. Yeah, yeah, and that's a great one. I also met her, that actress. What? Yes, also. Do the- all these people from Marvel TV come where you work? Mm-hmm. It's really popular. <laughs> and thanks for getting them all on the show. By the way, I know I feel so bad when thanks, I work there. Thanks for getting Billy Russo on the show. <laughs> thanks for getting Karen Page on the show. Thanks. Uh, who did you just tell me came in? Carrie. Oh, Carrie. Yeah. Carrie. Who? Either a- Carrie, Amber, Carrie Amber or Carrie, either one, like the the Sweetest. male Carrie or the yeah, either yeah, just if they come in, just be like, do you want to be on a show about Marvel? We'll we'll come in. You know what? I'm going to do it on my next one. I'm always too nervous to do it. No, I get it because I'm at work. Because but you could get in trouble at work, right? But yeah, I still, I, I should. I should just slide my card over and hope they think I'm not hitting on them. I mean, maybe Karen Page would have thought that. She might have. Yeah. I know her name's Deborah Wall, but she's she's Karen she's Page. Karen Page. Yeah. Whatever she goes on to do next, she's still Karen Page. Yeah. Um, those are some great ones though. Yeah, I was I was trying to like pick somebody from Legion, and had I picked anyone from Legion, it was going to be Lenny. Yeah. Uh, Lenny's awesome. Because I, I just Lenny's so great. Aubrey Plaza does such a good job and uh can't wait for that show to come back. It's We'll try and have that news as soon as it breaks. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But speaking of news, uh, we are out of time. That didn't really work. But we are out of time. Almost. And don't forget that you can find Z and I Thursdays at 1 p.m. Pacific over on our sister network, Popcorn Talk, doing Marvel movie news. And I know I already mentioned it, but our previous episode, which most of you probably missed because it was a Tuesday afternoon, where I have an almost hour interview with Chris Claremont, is also available this very same channel, or however you find this show, just click back one and you'll see it there. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Christian DMZ. Zia, where can everyone find you? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Zia underscore land. It's XIA underscore land. And you can find me on Facebook at Zia Landerson, as Christian has so dubbed me. That's right, because mm-hmm. you are Zia Landerson and Zia Bastilde. Thanks so <laughs> much, everybody in the chat. It was a lot of fun uh, talking to everybody in the chat. Uh, and again, the archive version, give us your team-ups, give us your favorite ladies of the Marvel Universe. What are we going to talk about uh, next week? I have no idea. We'll figure it out. But until then, as the great Stan Lee would say, Excelsior! Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. (laughs) The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. And uh, there is some other news. You know, we're talking about Carol Danvers. 
And uh, we've talked about how her movie was not one of Zia's favorites. But let me tell you something about Mm -hmm. the movie Captain Marvel. Uh, It is now uh, it's it's on its way to a billion dollars with a B. Nine hundred million dollars. Now, that's international. That's all around the world. But I'll tell you what it is. It is the 10th highest grossing superhero movie ever. Yeah, it just went past Thor Ragnarok, Venom, and Spider-Man Homecoming. Now, two of those movies are better than Captain Marvel. The other one is Venom. But still, I actually like Venom. (laughs) It was fun. It wasn't great. I enjoyed it. But it was fun. It was fun, And here's the thing. I was able to look past the flaws in Venom. I was able to look past the flaws in Captain Marvel and had a lot of fun with it. So uh, it made a boatload of money. There's more money to come. And uh, I I actually know this because I looked it up because I somehow – I never do this. I found myself kind of going back and forth with someone on Facebook who's essentially a friend. But they characterized – you know, it's like, oh, I think – I think they did the early screenings of Shazam because the movie theaters aren't making any money from Captain Marvel. And I'm like, no, actually, it's the what? only it's the only movie that they've made money from so far this year. There'll be some more. You know, you got Shazam. You got yeah. Hellboy. You definitely have Endgame. But so far, it's like the and it was just uh, it's just there's this narrative out there that uh, everybody hates the movie. And uh, Disney's pretending it's a success. And look, you can inflate numbers. You can have fake box office totals. You can give away a lot of tickets. You can do some things like that. But if you do that, you don't get the number 10 superhero movie of all time. I think what I've just been seeing with this movie is you get one of two things. People either really loved it or they're kind of like, meh, about it. Like, I've had a number of people agree. and And I've seen that along you know, out there in the internet world. But there's a lot of people who loved it. But I think regardless, people are going to go watch it. Yeah. Like, it doesn't even matter at this point. Yeah. And like, then there there are people who saw it and legitimately just as like, yeah, I didn't like it. And then you have people who just uh, hate it to the depth of their soul because they don't like Brie Larson. Which I is don't know, whatever it is. Also and, dumb. And but that's whatever. how it feeds into these things. And right. I'm just like, so, I, but doing that little research, I'm like, oh, I'm going to mention that on the show that it, I can't believe it's the 10th highest grossing superhero movie of all that time. That's crazy. And people point out, it's like, well, it went down 50% in the second week. You know what else went down 50% in the second week? Well, first of all, like everything, but also Black Panther. And Yeah, who cares? <laughs> yeah, like, exactly. It still made a stupid and amount of money. I, it's like, why are people talking about the box office? It's like, just if you didn't like it, you don't have to like it. But don't pretend that it wasn't a success. I'll tell you what I don't like. Fast and Furious movies. I've seen a half an hour of one of them. I don't <laughs> give a crap about cars. I can't pretend that uh, I like watching you some of these actors in movies. You don't want to watch uh, what's his face talk about about family. Do you mean Vin Diesel? Yeah. How'd you no, know? I'd rather watch him say I am Groot, or you know, hear his voice say I am Groot. I love him since I found out what a giant um, Lord of the Rings fan he is. So yeah, that's, he that's, has no more. He has me. no more faults but, for me. I don't care. But what here's else the thing he does. that I know about the Fast and Furious movies. They've made an obscene amount of money because they're going to make 10 of them in a, in a spinoff movie. And good for them. You know, great. Mm-hmm. I'm so happy for them. Good for the studio. Good for everybody. Uh, I, but just because I don't like it, I'm not going to be like, well, those are, those are trash. You know, that's like it might be trash. That's like you you know you decide you hate a a baseball player on or you know a sports uh, any kind of athlete on a team that you don't like. You're like, oh yeah, he's garbage. Well, no, I mean, there's there's, you know he's great athletes. Like Derek Jeter was terrible. It's like, well, no, actually, he was he was great. You just don't like the Yankees, and that's coming from my own personal experience. (laughs) That's why I use that example. Anyway, uh, so congratulations, Carol. 
looks like you might get another movie out of this, uh, but uh, also in Endgame. Anyway, I just wanted to mention that, and uh, it's a little bit of a soapbox, but uh, our friend Stan Lee every month had a soapbox. He had Stan's soapbox. So if we can't do soapboxes, we're not honoring the memory of Stan Lee. So Damn that straight. is why we are doing it. I uh, was uh, posted online uh, this earlier this week. We talked a little bit about this on Marvel Movie News on Thursday. Uh, they're auctioning off uh, props and costumes from all of the Netflix shows. So in case you're like convinced that they're definitely coming back really soon, they're not. But that doesn't mean you can't ever do these characters again. It doesn't mean you can't even do TV shows again. It's just it's all being auctioned off for obscene amounts of money. I really want the yellow Iron Fist mask more than anything. Uh, honestly, I'll take a Daredevil mask. I'll take a Luke Cage sweatshirt with holes in it. Uh, what do I want from Jessica Jones? Oh, I'd like one of Kilgrave suits. Yeah. I would love a Kilgrave suit. See? So if you guys want to buy any of those things, just go ahead and you can send them to me here, Caravatibus. A sword. Uh, and what, yeah, I was going to say, what would you like? Zia wants oh, a sword. Colleen a a Colleen Wing sword? Yeah. yeah. That'd be great. I'm See? In. Perfect. So, uh, anyway, it's uh, you know it's not really big news, but this is a slow week, um, and uh, you know people definitely took notice mostly because of that. It's like okay, so when they mean they're done, they're they're really done. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think all of those characters will turn up again at some point in movies, maybe TV, who knows? But it's going to just be a couple of years because that's the way the deal is. So. Um, uh, I don't know. What did you think when you saw about that auction, Zia? Oh, I mean, yeah, basically the shows are done. But I I didn't think they weren't going to be. And I don't think we're going to get the same exact iterations that we got. I think that if we do get them in a couple of years, like we have to wait, I think that they're they're going to do kind of their own thing with it. And not that I'm excited to see it get like new a new cast. I think that might happen. Um, although that's going to be hard because I don't want to see – basically, I just don't want to see anyone other than Charlie Cox's Daredevil or um, Frank Castle. What is that actor's name? Why is my brain escaping me? With Frank Castle? Yes. John Bernthal. Thank you. John Bernthal. Yeah. Um, the other ones, you know, no. My, my culture is – as Luke Cage is great too. No, but I don't want to see he, any of them get replaced. It, it, it's, it's easiest because you can put Frank in any situation, in any location – uh, there's a there are worlds built up around the other characters. It's very contingent on supporting cast, location. Yes, you can put any of them anywhere, but you really kind of you you need a lot of what goes with them. Frank, you can you can put him anywhere, in, literally in the world. Uh, he, as we saw in season two, you don't actually need that many carryovers. Yes, we, we had Billy, we had Madani, but you know the way that starts in the season, he's he's driving through Michigan. Oh no, but he could you're right. He's he's completely a completely self-contained yeah. character. His the supporting characters definitely add to his character and add to the story as a whole, but you can give him any supporting characters. Yeah, right, exactly. So, uh, you know, I we continue to hold that hope, uh, but you know, less and less every day. I don't <laughs> not to be a downer. I mean, it'll be one of those things where I'm not thinking about it because we have so much other stuff yeah. going on so that if it does happen, it'll be a really really awesome surprise. I'm holding out hope still. Yes. But I'm just not going to think about it. Well, speaking of awesome surprises, uh, news that broke right before we came on the air today. 
thanks to our friend Megan here at AfterBuzz who uh, actually let me know. I was going to sit down. I always do one last Google uh, Google News <laughs> of Marvel, uh, always before any of the Marvel shows. But uh, I didn't have to because uh, she pointed out that it's official. Runaways has been renewed for a third season. Yeah. Uh, all right. <laughs> Settle down. Uh, and uh, like season one, it will be 10 episodes. Season two was 13 episodes. So it was like they were really confident after season one. And then after season two, like, we're going to dial it back just a little bit. Uh, 10 episodes is great. I think, uh, you know, we had 10 episodes of Iron Fist. It was perfect. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm I'm okay with 10 episodes. Yeah, 13 ex- felt like a lot. I'm excited that they're going to be back. Uh, Zia, are you excited for anything other than Nico being back. No, I just want to see Nico. The whole yeah. show could just be Nico for me, and I'd be I cool would, with it. I would love a, a, a Nico spinoff. Did you, you know? were about to say a Zia spinoff, weren't you? A Zia spinoff. <laughs> Actually, a Zia spinoff would be fascinating. Me, Zia and Nico um, team up. Yeah. <laughs> Zia and Nico spinoff. I'm into it. Marvel team up. Zia and Nico. <laughs> uh, anyway, so it's, uh, it's very excited. Uh, let's see. Uh, uh, yeah, uh, co-showrunners and executive producers Josh Schwartz and S- Schwartz and Stephanie Savage said we are so excited to tell more Runaway stories and are so grateful to Marvel, Hulu, our amazing cast and crew, and of course our passionate audience and also Zia Anderson. Wow, she said that. So our passionate audience and then you, who are a very dispassionate part of the audience. (laughs) Uh, They also go on to say season three will be a magical time on Runaways as we deepen our connection to the Marvel Universe. Hello! Uh, Is that where we're going to see some crossovers? Is that what's happening? They're hinting at? Yeah, probably with Cloak and Dagger, but I know that doesn't help you. It really doesn't. (laughs) Maybe the next seasons will surprise me. Don't you think, like... Nico and Dagger would be fun, like, you know, back and forth, probably making uh a... I would love to see Nico just destroy Dagger. Oh, my God. What are you doing to Dagger? <laughs> would... What are you doing to Tandy? <laughs> yeah, that show's going to be back in, like, two weeks. I know. So, hey, we haven't had any shows for a while. You know, ever since some idiot said that uh, Jessica Jones season three was coming back in March. <laughs> I don't know who that was, but that guy was an idiot. Yeah, we just don't listen to him when he yeah. says things. <laughs> fool. Uh, so anyway, uh, are they excited in the chat, even though you're not Zia? Or okay. are they still giving us team-ups? I Which mean, is fine, by the way. What, right? Yeah. Ghost 8386 does a ghost spinoff. Yeah. Um, Z- Z- Zayas Bilu says, LOL, Ivan, the parents are the only ones who actually come to the after buzz, but you want less of them. Oh, because Ivan doesn't want less of the parents. Well, And they come in as I guests. I think he was maybe talking to you. Uh, but yeah, the parents do come in, in as guests. Um I don't think, except for maybe the actress who plays Molly, I don't think that any of them are under 18 because then you run into issues, you know, just like right. they got to work and then, you know, and then their parents have to be around. You got to right. do all this stuff. So I understand if the kids were actually kids, which I believe they're not, uh, like I know that the actress who plays Nico is 20 years old. And I know that. Oh my God, she looks like she's 13. That was why I looked it up. I was like, how old is this girl really? And that's uh, so. But I think that they could be doing press. And we would love to have any or all of them. Uh, We've got... um, And I know that uh, our friend Megan here would love Chase to come on. Oh, yes. Yeah, I'm just calling her out now. Let's put it out there in the universe for her. Let's make it happen. Let's get Chase here. Chase. Yeah. What's his real name? Actually, she said what his name was. She did say it. But Uh, Blackmagic99 just quickly just says meh. So, you know. No, look. 
Look, this is the Marvel news right now. Okay? Yeah, this is what yeah. we're talking. You about. have huge multi-billion-dollar conglomerate companies being formed, and then you also go like, "Hey, more Runaways." Look, Hulu is all in in the Marvel universe now because they have like next day. It's not really broadcast, but next day. Uh, streaming rights to Cloak and Dagger after they originally air on Freeform. They have this show, The Runaways, and they have those four animated series coming. So Hulu, you know, Netflix, yeah, you know what I'll say? Netflix, Schmetflix, okay? Yeah, I'm not taking it back. Uh, they're not in the Marvel Universe anymore. But uh, no, Hulu's still into it. And, you know, even if they want to do a... Well, you know, the new Warrior show kind of went away. If they want to do a standalone Speedball show, is one of my least favorite characters in Marvel Universe. I'll still watch it. I'll watch the pilot. I'll watch the pilot. I'll watch the pilot. I will watch the pilot <laughs> and then decide if I continue from there. Uh, anyway, uh, so that is very uh, that is good news uh, to those of us who like the show. Uh, some of you might feel meh. But uh, I'm excited to see where the story goes. You know, they the, left it with a lot of question marks. Yeah, that's the thing. Season one, it could have been the end if it had to be. You know, you're like, okay, it was sort of the result. There was a lot to come, but they had uh, they had wrapped one part of the story. So uh, it'll be very interesting to uh, to see where it goes and when it goes. Yeah, that's right. You never know when you're going to time travel. Uh, let's see. Uh, in terms of uh, some other news. There are some there's a this is not an actual announcement. But we'll talk about this on Thursday, I think, on Marvel Movie News on the Popcorn Talk Network. That's right, Thursdays at 1 p.m. Pacific. There's a rumbling that uh Infinity War, no, Avengers Endgame will be 3 hours and 2 minutes. Oh my god, I'm so excited. What are those 2 minutes? I guess the- Part of the credits. Part of the credits. No, it's like the post, post, post. It's like the third post credit scene is two minutes. I, there better be like ten post credit scenes because I'm not going to be ready for it to be over. Yeah. So I'm going to need them to just keep leading me on. Um, it, it's fine if they want to have an intermission and do a four hour movie. That's fine too. Heck yeah. But if they don't want to have an intermission and make it four hours, that is also okay. I'm just. I won't drink any fluid. Well, I'll have to go to the bathroom at some point, but then nope. I'll go see it again, and then I'll make sure that I see that part. You'll just, uh, you'll just which, be like, okay, I can't go to the bathroom during this one particular part. It's happened before. Like I know, I know what scenes to stick around for. Yeah, Black Magic Nine says it needs, in all capital letters, to be three hours long. I agree. I mean, if they had, if if it's at this point where we're a month out, and they think it might be three hours, it. It probably needs to be three hours. It also means it could be four hours, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. or it could be uh, one of your favorite intellectual properties, and it could be The Hobbit, where you take the shortest book and you turn it into three movies. How did they do that? I don't uh, even. No, I, I still here, went and here, watched them all. But here's come how they on. did it. Not well. That's how they did it. <laughs> they added yeah. weird love stories that yeah. weren't in there. Anyway, yeah. Anyway, don't get me started. I, well, I tried to. <laughs> anyway, uh, so does anyone have a problem with? The a three hour Avengers Endgame. So far, I'm seeing no. I feel like my wife's going to be annoyed. I'm fairly sure she'll be like, "Well, why is it so long?" Like, because gonna, it needs to be. Are you going to make her watch it with you like three times? No, she'll only go once. Oh, okay. And uh, you know, uh, since you bring it up, uh, uh, today is March 24th, and that means a month from yesterday, 
I will be uh, seeing Avengers Endgame uh, at 9 a.m. on a Tuesday morning <laughs> with our friend Zach from uh, from Marvel Movie News. These screeners are always when I have to work. Well, to be fair, you're always, always. at work, except for except for like time, off times, like right now. You're yeah, always at work. I am always at work. So whenever the screenings are, you're like, oh, well, I have to. You're like, I have to work during all of them. You but know? that's it's true. Yeah. So we're gonna figure out. There's gonna be one that you get to go to, and then I'll have to sit it out. And then the next one, Zach will sit it out. But okay. uh, I can't believe I'm going to see it. And, you know, look, most of you are going to see it in about a month anyway. I'm, I'm seeing it like two days early. Okay. So it's not like one of those crazy. Like, I'm going to call you and make you tell me everything. I'll just leave the phone on. <laughs> I'll just put it in the seat in front of me. <laughs> so I can listen to it. Yeah, I'm, like, I'm not, not going to run the camera because they'll notice that. But if it, just you listen. You'll hear everything. Uh, <laughs> anyway, I can't believe we're getting an uh, end game. And uh, I can't believe I'm going to. I can't believe I'm going to see it before Zia. And I only said that to be obnoxious. I know. I know. As soon as you started talking, I knew exactly what you were talking about. I was going to throw my cup at you. Yeah, but see, if I threw my cup at you, it wouldn't hurt. You threw that cup. Uh, I would I would forget math. That's the point. Forget. (laughs) Do you remember it? Not really. I don't. (laughs) Uh, um, So we have a few minutes left. And uh, I wanted to uh, find a – I had another fun idea for a fun topic – and I wanted to – I just sort of came across this idea. There was an article online just talking about some of the best female characters from Marvel television, very specifically. And that made me think like, hey, why don't we talk about that? Because, again, it's a, it's a light news week. Mm-hmm. So um, let's talk about who they are. And essentially, having seen Zia's list – they're pretty much all from the same show. <laughs> you know, there's a little, you know, there, but, uh, so talk about all three of yours because okay. I think yours are, uh, yours are very interesting and I can't disagree with them. I sent, I think I sent my order wrong. So I'm just going to start with my number three, which is Jessica Jones. Can't go wrong. No, she's great. I love that she's just an alcoholic and she hates everyone. Yeah. yeah. She's like you if you drank. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I knew there was a reason I loved her. Yeah. Um, number two is Misty Knight. And you can't Knight. really fly, but you jump really high. I can jump really yeah, high. You I can't used fly. to you do cannot fly. the long jump in track. I knew that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, um, anyway, Jessica Jones. <laughs> Jessica Jones, yes. Um, and then number two is Misty Knight. I love Just because I love Knight. her. I know. She's so good. She's so great. She's got a robotic arm. She kicks butt. You know, we haven't talked about it in a while, but the uh, the like Netflix massacre of Marvel shows... We were so excited. We really want that Daughters of the Dragon show. I know. We talked about it so much. A lot. I felt like it was going to happen. We were like willing it into existence. Mm-hmm. Now we're definitely not getting that. No. And uh. which brings me to my number one, which is Colleen Wing. Of and course. We're not going to get to see Colleen Wing as the Iron Fist. I know. We got like a second of it. I'm mad, Netflix. I would cancel, but I won't. See, and now that we're talking. No, I'm not either. I'm not going to cancel. No. But I like Hulu more than you now. How about that? Their Firefest doc was way better than yours, Netflix. <laughs> but Netflix has uh, the Umbrella Academy. Hmm. I do want to watch that Motley Crue movie, too. Mm-hmm. All right, Netflix. See? You're on I'll, board. I'll stay Stand with nice. you one more month. <laughs> we'll see. Uh, yeah, no, look, all three of those characters uh, are are great. I mean, there's so much to love about them. Like, Colleen Wing, you know, you first meet her in season one, Iron Fist, and you're like, oh, okay. And then by the end of the season, you're like, oh, my God, she's awesome. And even though I like season one, you're like, oh, I definitely like her better than Danny, you know. Uh, and then she's pretty cool. You know, just all of her interactions with uh, with Misty. Yeah, uh, Colleen is great. Black Magic ninety nine. Uh, Colleen's cheese sword was so dope. I 
No. That's that's the prop that you want from the that's Marvel the Netflix auction. Yeah. So buy it for Zia. What are you doing? And I mean everyone, not just you, Black Magic. Yeah, Although no, you could chip in. Go go fund yeah. me. Let's do yeah. it. <laughs> go go fund Zia getting props. Oh, Black Magic also knows, and you might know this, and I don't know if, if I'm putting you on the spot. I'm sorry. Oh yeah, when does Shield come back? Do you know that? They don't have a date they yet. They don't yet. But okay. uh, I think it's originally. I think we thought it was going to be uh, June. I think it's the end of May now. Okay. Uh, you know they're That's probably waiting for wherever it's going to be on the schedule, and they haven't. Uh, ABC hasn't announced their summer schedule yet. They might actually not do it until they're up front in early May, but that's coming soon. So we don't actually have a premiere date, but I, I think we'll get a date pretty soon. But uh, it'll be back before you know it. And uh, obviously the way that uh, season five ended, we need end game, and then we can uh, see what happens in season six, which again, all indications, super crazy season six. And then season seven will be the last one. And it's interesting that you mentioned Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Who asked that? Black Magic? Mm-hmm. Because when we go over to my ladies, my favorites from Marvel Television, I have two from S.H.I.E.L.D. I right. didn't want to have two from the same show. I tried to do do them from different shows. But then Zia picked all my favorite ladies <laughs> from, from the Netflix universe. Sorry. Love Karen Page, but she, you know, she's like an honorable mention. She's an honorable mention yeah. for sure. Especially Party Karen. I in love the flashback Party episode, Karen. love Party Karen. She dance around with her shirt off. I was like, whoa, Karen, oh, I didn't, all right. I, I didn't notice. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, so first, we of course have Agent May, who has no powers except for the power of, she has two powers, awesomeness. <laughs> And kick assiveness. Yeah, that's right. That's a real power. Totally. You don't have to be bitten by a radioactive anything to have that. You just have to work really hard and uh, be awesome and be able to kick butt. And uh, she's such a great part of that show that I've been very upfront about some of the peaks and valleys with that show for me uh, throughout the earliest seasons. And uh, she was always a constant. I always loved her. I always loved Coulson. And uh, I was like, you know, I'll be back next week because they're going to be on. And my number two is a character that I did not love when the show started. When Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. started and she was known as Sky, I I was just like, okay, hacker girl, what else do you have for us? And then, well, then they gave her powers and then she was Daisy and she was Quake. And I'm like, oh my God, you're, my, you're like my favorite on the show. So uh, I... I'm a huge Quake fan, and uh, and uh, a lot of that is uh, owed to Chloe Bennett, who plays her. She does a great job, and uh, she was the destroyer of worlds, or at least they thought she was. So uh, I thought that was great. And then I wanted to go a little bit of a different route. Uh, I wanted to pick somebody who I think really stands out on an ensemble show, and uh, we've talked about someone else on this show earlier, but um, I really have to give it up for Molly from The Runaways because she's a kid, but she's so strong. All right. And like, look, I love Nico, but like Nico's got like a cool staff. She's got like a whole thing. And just Molly's like, yeah, I'm going to be super strong for a little bit and then I'm going to take a nap. And I feel like that should happen more often. You know, like in like in Ant-Man when he gets really big and then he gets tired. I'm like, yes, when you have to do these things, shouldn't you be tired afterwards? Um, Yes, that's a big rush of, uh, not endorphins. Um, adrenaline. Adrenaline, yeah, so you'd be exhausted afterwards. Yeah, when, when the Hulk turns back into Bruce Banner, 
I think Bruce Banner should probably be asleep for a full week. Yeah, absolutely. Like, you don't see Bruce for a week, mm-hmm. you know? He probably doesn't smell good. Yeah. Because he's got Hulk sweat all over him, and then he's got a week of Bruce sweat on top of it. Yuck. But, <laughs> uh, so, I was just thinking about how much I like Molly on the show, because she's very unassuming, and we see that in the episode. It's like, yeah, she's just a kid. She's like, It's like, yeah, she's a kid who, if she was so inclined could um, break your spine maybe with a with an arm tied behind her back. Crush your windpipe. Yeah. Whoa, okay, now that's going dark. Uh, anyway, so uh, those are the three that came to mind for me. Uh, there, are, there are obviously plenty more, but uh, let us know. Are, are people throwing out some of their oh, uh, their favorite yeah, TV ladies in the chat? Bunch. Zias B. Lou had a great one in here, a couple of great ones in here. Um, oh my God, it was uh, Lenny and uh, Sid Lenny, from yeah. Legion. Alright, I'm not going to I'm not Team Sid. I'm half-half But half I on love Sid. Lenny. I think he's great. Yeah, Sid was good in season one, but yeah. I still wouldn't have picked her. But and then s- Carrie from Legion. Sorry. Oh, I Car- absolutely I do love like her. Yeah, yeah, and that's a great one. I also met her, that actress. What? Yes. Also do all these people from Marvel TV come where you work? Mm-hmm. It's really popular. And thanks for getting them all on the show, by the way. I know. I feel so bad when I work there. Thanks for getting Billy Russo on the show. (laughs) Thanks for getting Karen Page on the show. Thanks. uh, Who did you just tell me came in? Carrie. Oh, Carrie. Carrie. Who... Either a- Carrie, Amber, Carrie Amber or Carrie. Either one, like the, the male Carrie or the, yeah. Either, yeah, just if they come in, just be like, do you want to be on a show about Marvel? We'll, we'll come in. You know what? I'm going to do it on my next one. I'm always too nervous to do it. No, I get it. Because I'm at work. Because but, you could get in trouble at work. Right, but yeah, I, I still, I should. I should just slide my card over and hope they think I'm not hitting on them. I mean, maybe Karen Page would have thought that. She might have. Yeah. I know her name's Deborah Mall, but she's she's Karen she's Page. She's Karen Page. Yeah. Whatever she goes on to do next, she's still Karen Page. Yeah. Um, those are some great ones though. Yeah, I was I was trying to like pick somebody from Legion, and had I picked anyone from Legion, it was going to be Lenny. Yeah. Uh, Lenny's awesome. Because I, I just Lenny's so great. Aubrey Plaza does such a good job and uh can't wait for that show to come back. It's We'll try and have that news as soon as it breaks. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But speaking of news, uh, we are out of time. That didn't really work. But we are out of time. Almost. And don't forget that you can find Z and I Thursdays at 1 p.m. Pacific over on our sister network, Popcorn Talk, doing Marvel movie news. And I know I already mentioned it, but our previous episode, which most of you probably missed because it was a Tuesday afternoon, where I have an almost hour interview with Chris Claremont, is also available this very same channel, or however you find this show, just click back one and you'll see it there. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at ChristianDMZZia. Where can everyone find you? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Zia underscore land. It's XIA underscore land. And you can find me on Facebook at Zia Landerson, as Christian has so dubbed me. That's right, because mm-hmm. you are Zia Landerson and Zia Bastille Day. Thanks so <laughs> much, everybody in the chat. It was a lot of fun uh, talking to everybody in the chat. Uh, and again, the archive version, give us your team-ups, give us your favorite ladies of the Marvel Universe. What are we going to talk about uh, next week? I have no idea. We'll figure it out. But until then, as the great Stan Lee would say, Excelsior! Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. (laughs) The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.